everyone. Welcome to the Mass Construction Show. I'm your host, Joe Kelly, and this is a podcast about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. Today's episode is audio from the Up In Your Business podcast interview I did with Mike and Mike of Focus Forward Media in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I want to share this because I've been getting a number of messages from people, and I feel like I'm getting to know the listeners and thought you might like to get to know a little bit more about me. Also, this will be valuable for business owners and marketers who are looking to improve their media game. I've used Focus Forward in the past, and I'm planning on bringing them on soon to improve what I consider my very cobbled together style. Enjoy the show. Episode 10, Up In Your Business, here we are. Happy Monday. Uh, here we go. This is uh, going to be another good episode. Get ready. Strap yourselves in. This is a little, bit, uh, a little bit lengthy, but it's a really good one. If you're into construction especially, you're going to love this one. Um, but I really just think we hit a lot of, uh, a lot of points of business, different, different aspects of a business, whether you do construction or not. Um, but this is a good one. Uh, and even just running your own business and, like you're saying, trying to accommodate family. Uh, yeah. You know, all the, all the little things that people don't think about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we're going to get into it. Uh, before we do that, as always, this interview is brought to you by Dev Hero. Uh, if you want to look him up online. His website is dev-hero.com. Uh, his name is Mike, and he is a web developer and audio engineer here in Rhode Island. Um, does some incredible work. Uh, again, check out his website, dev-hero.com. Also, he is recently into the Instagram game, so go follow him. Check him out there. He's devhero LLC. Joe, thanks for coming in today. Appreciate you uh, coming in. Thanks, Mike and Mike. I am... Uh Thoroughly impressed by the uh, setup in front of me. I'm used to my very primitive laptop and <laughs> one mic, and we got testing and a. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what's in front of a, a mixer is what I would assume, but yes. I'm not a sound guy. So <laughs> we try. Is, now you pretty, nailed it. Pretty impressive. Um, so we're going to uh, first. We'll start. Quick introduction. Just tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. You you lied. I thought we'd start with the speed round. Um, my name is Joe Kelly. I don't normally sound like this. I am. <laughs> Sick, uh, but still made it to the interview. Though. Yeah, still made, still it, made here. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it to Mike on the way up. I'm like, if it wasn't you, I would be home in bed right now. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, it was brutal. I didn't fall asleep till three last night. But that's terrible. Um, sorry, that's, a, that's okay. that, that doesn't make for very good uh, <laughs> podcasting. That's all right. Um, no, so I own a mass construction consultants, which does permitting, uh, co consulting, and. Um, education for construction companies in Massachusetts. Cool. Um, all right. So first thing we're starting with here is the speed round. Twenty questions. Go for it. It's not actually twenty, but it just sounds good. All right. Favorite color? Blue. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Left or right? Right. Wish I was left. Pick a number one to ten. Four. Oh, favorite number? Four. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite liquor? Ooh. It's gin. 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 Okay, iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot. Steak or chicken? Steak. Mac or PC? Mac. Last time you ran a mile or close? Does basketball count? A total of a mile? Sure. Last week. All right, cool. I say any, any exercise will count for <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for you. As a uh, business owner, right? Like, you know, especially just starting up, like yeah. getting to do anything outside of just yeah. working constantly is a, <laughs> is, is a goal. Yeah, so. right. Um, all right, so we're going to get right into it. i got a lot of questions here for you, so are you ready? Go for it. All right. 
Um, so uh, I have a lot of questions. So usually this one's a little bit more intense, but just briefly give us a little background of where you grew up and uh, where you're from. Ah, so I uh, grew up in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Nice. Uh, now live in West Roxbury. Yep. Um, funny, grew up in Foxborough, but always had family in Boston area between East Boston, West Roxbury, High Park, Rosendale. Yeah. Um, always liked that much more and yeah. really couldn't get out of Foxborough fast enough. It was a, it's a wonderful <laughs> town to raise a family. But, I love it. Um, just wasn't for me. Yeah, you're a so. city person. It, yeah, yeah. I just I like the anonymity a little more. Like when you're in small town, mm-hmm. everybody knows your business. And it's very true. You know, I ended up marrying the daughter of the fire chief on top of it. So if like <laughs> if enough people didn't know you just because you were in the town, like yeah, that doesn't help that either. Helps, so yeah, right? yeah. but yeah. Uh, so you and you went through Foxborough schools. Yep, public schools. Um, did pretty bad in school. Did you? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yep. Did not do well in school. Did well in college, though. Um, Where so, did you go again? Uh, Wentworth. Wentworth, right. Like I knew that. Everybody in construction in Massachusetts, yeah. the vast majority of them are from Wentworth. So Yeah, cool. Um, and so you, you said it a little bit, but uh, what, do, what do you do right now? It's funny. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm uh, honestly still trying to figure it out. Slowly learning. Um you know, this, the three lines of business, mm-hmm. um, I do permitting, but you know, my background, I was a building inspector before I was a superintendent and I worked for the AGC of Massachusetts, yep. um, did a lot of code stuff with the AGC, obviously when I was a building inspector, interfaced yep. a lot with permitting and things. So, um, I get a lot of people interested in having me help them with permitting. Cool. It's very time intensive. And as you can imagine, spending your day at the building department is... Probably, Probably not, yeah. you know, your not favorite exciting. thing to be doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind going to Boston. I have so many friends there, so at least it's a little bit social. But mm-hmm. picture if your your job is to go to the DMV for the day, you know. Oh it's, man, you know, it's not really. I do that. Yeah, and it becomes a time suck too. So, right. but um, you can really help people. So what it has become is as as time went on, um, it's become more of an adjunct. So for people that I'm doing continuing education for, for their companies, mm-hmm. or I'm doing co-consulting or writing 240, NFPA 241 plans. Um, for Quick, those c- Quickly, what's an NFPA <laughs> 241? Yeah. So um, that is, in Massachusetts, you're required to write a construction fire safety plan okay. on any construction site. Okay. So uh, I'll work with general contractors, in some case owners, to draft the plans for mm-hmm. them. So... If I'm working for them in those capacities and they say, hey, Joe, you know, I'm stuck with something. I had somebody, um, you guys might not be familiar and probably a lot of the listeners won't, but in construction, this sometimes was referred to as liquidated damages. Okay. So if you don't meet dates, it's X amount of dollars. Oh, you get fined. A day yep. you're, you owe, and sometimes they can be pretty substantial. Yeah, so, sure. Um, I've had clients that, you know, uh, that I work with on other things and they say, I need to get an occupancy. I have liquidated damages. Can you help us? I need to make sure that I get this thing on time. Yeah. Um, so in that case, I have a good relationship with those people. I'll do that. I, I don't want to be doing it on a regular basis. Right, right. Um, but I'm still feeling that out. I mean, really, uh, there's been a lot more of a demand for education. Um, I think the pro- almost the problem has been that all three things are working. Yeah. You know, 
So. I went into it thinking, I, I know I have something here between right. these three things, and let me see how it plays out. Sure. Assuming that I thought kind of one would really rise to the surface. Sure. Um, that's not. That's not happening. Yeah. So that's making it harder on me. Um, Interesting. To try and figure out, you know, what which kind of like route to just really attack. Y- yeah, and there's something to be said for the diversification too. Mm-hmm. Um, Construction is very cyclical. Yeah. Um, when things slow down, I mean, permitting might be what, you know, pays my mortgage. Right, right. Um, so I don't want to completely exit any of the three. Right. But uh, so it's a diversification thing. It is a um, also lifestyle, like doing the education. I'm scheduled. Sure. Right. Where it's much less of somebody calling and saying, oh, I need this thing by Thursday. Their right. hair's on fire. And <laughs> um, so there's something to be said for that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really, it's not, it, it's hard. It's not a straightforward answer. It's trying to figure out how it affects your lifestyle. Yeah. And, and believe it or not, financial has kind of been pretty low on the list. Yeah. When it comes to trying to figure out what the right. Yeah. Mix which is. way to go. I got. Gotcha. I don't know if you guys feel the same. I mean. As far as financially, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean. I don't, I don't think you've hit that yet. No, I think uh, one thing that we do run into is noticing. All right, we can do this, not boring job, but you know, this kind of not as fun job in order to open us up to do something that's more fun. Yeah. So like, I think that's a balance where we'll take a pay cut on this project because we're making it up on On this this other project that's not as exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just you know, there's obviously points where you're like, okay, this can help me pay the bills. Right. Or it's, and I don't know if this is what you were alluding to, it's a client that is really good to you. And right. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but it's really hard for me to say no to, just especially good, an good existing pe- client. Just and good people. And good people and yeah. good friends. Like, so, and I think that's a downfall for me it's, it's really hard learning, right learning to say no basically yeah, yeah. At, at the right times mm-hmm. and you know tactfully that they can appreciate i mean a lot of times there's been jobs as of lately where i said uh, before i say yes let me sit down let's talk and find out what do you really need out of me because what i don't want is i accept a project mm-hmm. and then i can't do what they need right you know that's that's not good for anybody yeah, so exactly and i think they've been the clients that i have talk to about that have been really receptive they've been like thank you yeah I, i'm so yeah, glad you said that to glad me glad we did that yeah. um you know and in both cases i end up taking them on anyway but um, sure. at least yeah. then everybody's on the same page yes yep how do your clients find you because i know you're on your own now yeah um i mean a lot of word of mouth uh, just because the relationships you built during it's actually one of my questions Sorry. yeah <laughs> yeah no that, that's fine it's a it's a great question um, and I'd knock on wood, but I know better because the, the mics are sensitive and I'll probably <laughs> break somebody's eardrums or maybe your fancy equipment uh, <laughs> prevents that from happening. But knock on wood, believe it or not. So it was a year in March. Yeah. Um, I have not asked for a single piece of work yet. Um, Jeez. Creating content yeah. Yeah. is really um, the driver in relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's funny, those two things are, um, to some degree almost, can be one and the same, um, and, and I'll clarify, meaning um, if you're respectful with people and not, you know, everyone understands spamming, but there's, sure. different, there's different 
levels to that because, you know, there's outright, outright pieces of content that go out there and you say, okay, that's obviously spam. Right. right? Then there's other stuff that somebody thinks they're not spamming people, but they are. their end goal is very clear, you know. Um, And I think that continues relationships. If they see that you're not doing that to them, that you're putting out content without looking for anything in return. Right. Um, You know, I know Mike's a big Gary Vee fan, and that was what I liked most when I hear his content. When I listen to it, I'm like, that's how I feel. Like, I don't want to sell to anybody. Right. You know, I want to go do a good job and give people what they need. And if they want to hire me, then right. come find me. Right. If they don't, I'm not going to chase yeah. anybody. Like a big frustration past jobs where they would have lists and things like, okay, these are the clients we want. I'm like, what are we hunting them? Like, I like yeah. that's, you know, and I get it. Maybe that's, there's a place for that when your company gets big enough or something. Sure, but yeah. um, I, I really don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you something in the similar vein of listening to Gary was when I was at the, it was funny, I was working as a building official mm-hmm. and I got so interested in the concept of inbound marketing yeah. in a company. You guys familiar with HubSpot? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 So it's probably almost 10 years ago now, maybe seven years ago now. Um, where they really kind of got big on the scene and they were yeah. producing a lot of really interesting content. Mm-hmm. Um, I found them because uh, I like cigars. There was another cigar guy on Twitter that I was following yeah. um, on like a personal account. Yeah. And he was working for HubSpot. Oh, okay. So I started to kind of read the stuff he was putting out and I'm like, that's it. Yeah. Right? Like uh, the, the concept of inbound marketing is create for people that don't know him. Your audience probably knows, but um, if for people that don't, it's create content that people will seek out. Right. And in a lot of cases, learn from. Mm-hmm. And as a result, that's a gateway for them to do business with you. Yeah. Um, and I even, I'm a little uncomfortable. Sorry if I'm talking too much, but. No, uh, no. You're good. Uh, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm used to being on the other side, so this is weird. Um, and now I just threw myself off track. Um, you know, I, I'm even almost as comfortable, uh, uncomfortable with that last step of saying, and then it helps them to do business with you. Like, Interesting. Because to me, like, it feels. That's funny. It feels slimy. It's like, like you're baiting them, kind of. Yeah, and I don't like. So I am like so hardcore about that. Like I hate the term networking. Yeah. Like no, you know what? Go get involved in your industry, and good things will happen. Right. You know, if there's something that you're actually interested in, go be part of that, and good things will happen. Yeah. You know, um, and like that's just so like deep inside me. I have such a visceral, right. and I don't know, it's probably some psychological thing that makes me really <laughs> off put to that, maybe a bad yeah. experience when I was a kid or something. But, yeah. um, but I think as a result of not doing that to people, like they appreciate that. And, and you're just more approachable because they know like if they're going to come and like say hello to you, you're not going to be like, hey, yeah, come, yeah, well, come hire me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, you, they can just well, walk up to you and just have a conversation. Yeah, like, well, while you're here, let me tell you about what I can do for you. Like, yeah, yeah like, yeah. oh, God. It's like, like they know they can go up and have a conversation with you. And at yeah. the end, you're not selling them anything. Yeah. It's yeah. like you're talking to them because you're like genuinely curious about them. Yeah. Not yeah. like, oh, let's get some money out of them. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. It's a, that's very true. Like, I, I think it's a, a benefit. Um, you know, I have a lot of flaws, and I think, but one of the benefits, of my personality is I find people interesting. (laughs) 
You know, I know lots of people like, oh, that yeah. person, can we swear on this thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Say whatever you want. Uh, yeah. You know, be like, oh, that guy's a fucking asshole, this yeah. and that, blah, blah, You know, I said, yeah, you know what, he kind of is a fucking asshole, but he's entertaining to me. You know what yeah, I mean? And, yeah. and he knows about this, you know? Like, right. yeah, but this and that. It's like, you can't cast away everybody. Like, I, right. I, I, I don't know. I can find I'm the no same m- way. I find people like, just everyone. I mean, everyone, like, Mike is like one way, and you're just like a totally way different kind of person. And like, we've said on a couple of shows, but. I think that's what makes Mike and I work so well together is that we're so yeah. we're complete opposites almost yeah, when yeah, it comes to like that person, that personality or personable, but like, you know, just the way that we each work is very different. Yeah, that's accurate. I mean, not that I know you guys that well, but even in the short <laughs> period of time, like that's obvious, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's helpful. I mean, I, I feel like I almost get uncomfortable. There's times where somebody is asking me about something. Yeah. That is my business. Yeah, I get it. And I'm almost uncomfortable telling them because I don't want them to think like, oh, I'm just trying to get you to do this. It's like, all right, listen, I said, here, here's three other companies that do it as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my but God. Like, That's uh, funny. Like, I think this would be good for you. I do it. You know, I'm not trying to pass, go wherever you want. I'm not trying to yeah. sell you. I think this will be good for you. Yeah. You know, this is what you should do. Yeah. Um, I think that's a positive and maybe to some degree it's probably a negative. I was just going to say, because I'm a little bit like that. I, I don't, I don't. I like learning about people. I like talking to people. I just like conversations. So, I mean, even if we go to an event where, you know, maybe we know there's going to be like people that we could work with or something, I, I'm still not, that's not my intention. So, I mean, I just like to talk to people, but um, maybe there's scenarios like that where you said it is maybe a negative at some points where some yeah. client wants to do work with you and they're like, oh, why should I work with you? And, you know, you being you, you're kind of like, Oh, you know, here's what I can do, but you're not like super aggressive, and they maybe go with someone else. Yeah, I certainly see it as a potential weakness, um, and I think it's. But I think it's one of the things that's just kind of too much me. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Of course, and you have to be. You know, like Gary Vee says, like self aware. Like that's who you are. You can't not be yourself, and you know, be aggressive. It just wouldn't work because it's not you. Yeah, and, and the, the positive effects of it probably way outweigh the negatives so i mean yeah i I hope so yeah um but there's been times where i've tried to go the other route mm-hmm. you know just out of like i don't know if you're just trying it out or stupid yeah. or young or whatever yeah. but like you know no i'm just gonna just uh, try it. i'm gonna call and ask somebody not not my current business but um it just doesn't work yeah you know, and then I'm like, why did you. I do it? you know yeah, yeah. you just it's just a brain fart you have and you're just like no just be yourself and, yeah um, the other option is very insincere, right? Yeah. And like, oh, we'll do X, Y. Like, we know so many like other companies that do video. I mean, we had one of them on our podcast. Like, how's they're another company? They do exactly what we do. They do great work. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, those guys suck. Like, they do terrible work. Like, yeah, they're not. I I know so many creative people in Rhode Island. I know photographers. <laughs> there's photographers in Rhode Island that I recommend. Yeah. Like, if someone emails me to do a video for a wedding or photography and Maybe they come back and maybe they tell me why. They say, oh, maybe your price is too high. I'll recommend him to other people. I'm like, hey, you know, I have a buddy that does photography. He's, you know, here's his name. Here's his contact info. Like, I have no problem doing that. Uh, when you were going back and you were talking about um, you know, the content and having people seek out content instead of throwing it in their face, I follow you on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and you put out awesome content on LinkedIn. Oh, thank you. You get thousands and thousands of likes on stuff and watches. How did you build that up and... Is there any like secret formula that you use to you know get it out there? What's the recipe? 
Uh, yeah, no secret formula. Um, it's pretty simple. It's like it. Uh, well, I should I say it's two things. I put out what I would want to see. Yeah. Right. And I look at it as can someone learn something by seeing this? And the other piece is, like, often I'll see people, they'll find a, a good article or something, and then they will share it, but put nothing with it. Hmm. So, yeah. like, if you save people time or tell them why they should read it. Right, or, like, why they're sharing it. Yeah, like, you're filtering it for them, right? right? Okay. Um, and by you sharing content and saying, like... Um, I'll try to, let me try and think of an example, but you say, oh, hey, this article is really interesting. I've never seen anybody use video on um, selling a single family home. Hmm. And they did it on a, on a free application anchor and tag anchor or whatever, right? That makes gotcha. no sense at all. But <laughs> so someone looks at that and be like, oh, hey, I do that. Like, I'm a real estate agent. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and, and that's the issue I have. And you've mm-hmm. solved it for them. But if you just shared it, and it had a headline. People probably just scroll past it. Like, there's so much, like, oh, a, yeah, it's garbage. Garbage Everywhere. flowing constantly. How do you know what to stop and read? But mm-hmm. if you found something and you've essentially curated it for somebody else and said, hey, this is why it's interesting and this is what yeah, you yeah. should look at. Like you're saying, they're filtering it for yeah, them. Yeah, you're filtering it for them. Yeah. Um, and if you found it interesting and you're doing the same thing as these people, then, mm-hmm. then share that. And, um, and you solve somebody a problem. You know, I, th- I think if you're solving people's problems and, and that's not just, oh, I have this problem. I guess a problem is I'm bored and you've entertained <laughs> them, right? right? Like, right. yeah. So I think if you're solving their problems in, in some capacity, then that just works. I mean, I very rarely put, I'm, and I'm trying to think so I don't... Uh, misspeak but you know i think i very rarely put out stuff that is hey come listen to my whatever even the stuff that is directing people to the podcast yeah it is a here's three minutes from so-and-so yeah and i usually bothered or spend an hour and a half to go through listening to all the audio yeah to say like all right where's the nugget in here that is interesting yeah that might get people to listen to more or that might, get that people might to want to them to just genuinely listen yeah or what did like it's also for the people that I'm never going to listen to that hour-long podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to podcasts at all. Yeah. But, hey, this person who is a major player in the industry just said something that is very either interesting or mm-hmm. relevant or, or valuable. invaluable. Yeah. Like, if I can find that, cut it out, yeah. give it to people, and then put the context in, in verb, verbiage form there with it, so, hey, here's a video. You can watch it and listen to the person say it. Right. Here's the nickel version if you don't even have the two minutes to watch it. Yeah, yeah, You know, but if you do want the whole thing, Here it click is. on this and yeah. you can listen to the whole thing. Yeah. But I think most people aren't willing to spend that time. Yeah. Because a lot of us are just lazy. Like, a lot of, like, people <laughs> consuming it. So That's I think true. giving that little, uh, you know, synopsis, it really helps people. Yeah. I mean, shout out to the lazy people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, there's days where I want to be lazy too. But yeah, yeah. Um, no, I know enough people where like it's crazy how many people will approach me about LinkedIn stuff, 
they're like, oh yeah, like I'd love to do it. How do you do this? You know, and That's I cool. explained to them and say, listen, it's not that hard. Yeah. Spend 10 to 15 minutes every morning, do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And they don't do it. Yeah, of course not. So, I mean. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's effort. Yeah. And most people aren't willing to put in that effort, but I, I think it's worth it and it pays dividends, but you have to do it for at least a year. Yeah. Like I'm looking and yeah, like there's been some pretty cool growth in the podcast. It's yeah. like interesting how many DMs I'm getting on different platforms and emails and yeah. um and stuff and that's super exciting. But you know, I it, it's early. I think I've got a long way to go, yeah. you know, and I think just keep doing it. I don't want to Right. Uh, you know, I, uh, it's 18 months that I probably yeah, think we'll actually start getting somewhere. Yeah, like noticeable. I yeah. get it. Um, all right, so I'm going to try to get back to some of my questions here. I'm, sure. I'm selfish. I want to know a lot of this stuff. So <laughs> uh, so you previously worked for AGC. Yep. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your role there and like kind of what it entailed. Yeah, so it was a position that was, it had prior to me was a business development position. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got offered the job, um, I did. It was funny. I didn't apply for it. I wanted to meet with the CEO on something else. Was it Bob at the time? Yeah, that's awesome. And um, I love Bob. Yeah, Bob's awesome. He's a great guy. Um, and we met. We were talking about something else. And he's like, "Hey, I have a job open." And I said, "Yeah, I actually I saw it. You know, just because yeah. I forget, I was looking them up to meet with him on something else, and mm-hmm. I saw they had a job open. Yeah, you know. And he started to kind of allude if I'd be interested. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not interested in like it's a business development job. I'm not really interested in yeah. business development." And he's like, no, 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 we don't want a business development person. We just want somebody that knows construction. And um, hmm. so the role changed. I was able to kind of make it my own, which was nice. That yeah. autonomy was uh, attractive. Yeah. Um, so it was about trying to, it, we settled on member services and like it was things to do to improve the membership of people that joined the AGC mm-hmm. by creating content. Yeah, that they liked um, classes. Yeah, um, excuse me, I'm gonna cough because I'm sick. It's <laughs> all right. We'll edit it out. <laughs> Good. Or maybe uh, we won't. Maybe <laughs> we kidding. won't. Um, creating content, mm-hmm. classes, um, committees, things mm-hmm. that people are getting involved with. Um, so that was the role at the AGC. It was about you know doing things that. Um, would bring more value to the, the gotcha. members. Seems yeah. kind of like a PR, more of a PR position, would you say? Or? Um, I think there was probably a component of that yeah. to it, um, but there was a lot going back to the content thing. It yeah. was creating that content. Yeah. Um, I was able to, my background coming from construction, um, it's interesting, a lot of trade associations will have people that work for them and their backgrounds, background is in managing trade associations and but they don't, you know, they work at the Barbers Association, but they've never cut hair before. Or yeah. they, you know, and there's there's a place for that, you yeah. know, but then you do need a mix of, I think, people from the industry. Yeah. And I was from the industry. Um, so I think I was able to say, people in the industry need this. Yeah. Um, so as a result, go out and put those things together. Um, it was a small organization from a staff perspective. So yeah. you have to do a lot. So it was kind of like, oh, hey, we should do this problem. They were like, program. It's like, great, go for it. You know, <laughs> find the people to teach it, find the room. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, 
and there was staff there that helped with stuff, but yeah. you were really um, on your own. It was very entrepreneurial. I liked That's that. Cool. Um, so th- that was the AGC side, yeah. Um, and for people who may not know, I'm going to try to Go take ahead. a stab at what the... For people who don't even know what the AGC is, I almost think of them as sort of like a chamber of commerce for the construction industry. Yeah, perfect. Nice. Yep. Nailed it. I've yep. always thought that, and I'm like, I hope I'm right. Yeah, cool. No. So, if, yeah, for anyone who's wondering, that's basically what the AGC is. Uh, and how long did you work there? Uh, four and a half years. Oh, okay. All it right, a, so it wasn't... It was a shorter time. stint than... Yeah, what, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I almost had like nine years in my mind. Yeah. Nope. How'd you like it? You loved it, right? Yeah, it was yeah. great. I mean, I made a lot of good friends there. That's how we met. That's how... Yep. Me being one of those great friends, right? Yes, absolutely. It's no, it's true. Um, yeah, and you, like, uh, all that stuff. Yep. Again, just, you know, I've worked with good people, yep. like both you guys and all the staff there and all the people that um, were members of the association. Yeah. I liked, again, I like people, so having the variety of people that I got to meet with, that was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I have got nothing but great things to say about the agency. Yeah. I thought it was... Um, Excellent for me. I think it's excellent for the people that are members of it. Yeah, um, it's a good organization and association of general contractors. Is yeah, what the what they stand for. Yeah. yeah. Um. So after four four and a half years at AGC, what? Uh, and how old are you now, Joe? Uh, forty three. Forty three. Oh, okay. Um. What at at forty two? I guess. Yeah. What uh forty one forty two? What made you want to like leave and you know start your own thing? Especially because you are married, yep, and you have a son who's how old? Four, four. So you know, he was one and two and a half at the time, something mm-hmm. like that. What uh, you know, I'm sure that wasn't. I'm sure you don't have a ton of free time. What made you want to be like? Oh, I'm going to start my own business. Yeah, um, I thought about it for a long time. Yeah, how long? I would say it, would always, it was always in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, as a foolish, like, kid, right? I remember well, being on my first interview for a co-op. Okay. And the guy that was, it was a small firm. I was the first co-op they actually they ever oh, hired. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, they were a good-sized company at the time. You know, yeah. They, maybe they were doing, you know, 30, 30 million or something like that, maybe 40 million. And the guy that was the CEO asked me, he's like, well, like, you know, where do you eventually, where do you want to end up? Like, where, yeah. where do you see your career path going? What do you want to do? You know, or, or I don't forget how he, how he phrased it, but he, he phrased it that it was not odd to answer. Well, I want to do what you're doing, huh. you know? Yeah. And I remember he just kind of just laughed. He's like, kind of like hoping you would say that. Well, no, just kind of laughing. Like, like, look at this kid. Like he's got, you know, oh, okay, what, yeah. what is, you know, what's he gonna like say? he appreciated, he thought it was kind of funny, but yeah. kind of like, that's kind of a ballsy thing to say when you're like 20 yeah. year old kid, like, I want to do what you're doing. You know, your chair over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not that I've been like hyper driven to be a business owner per se. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the autonomy. Like I have a really hard, time dealing with bureaucracy and um corporate structures and like oh you need to have this in by thursday like you know why like oh well it's required by corporate and like you gotta fill out this for like like this is stupid this is a waste of all my time like yeah and um and i understand that that's necessary for big corporations but like 
it's just not not you not me yeah. and it's um like i can't and and i really enjoyed the agc cuz that cuz i did get some autonomy there but still yeah i was going to say you day, said you liked the entrepreneurial aspect of it where it was a small company so you kind of had to do a lot of things yeah and it was just kind of a, that was a gateway to um saying all right like yes this is better than normal right. if, if you're working for somebody right but I want even more. At the end of the day, there was still a board that could say yay or nay right, or right, a CEO right. or mm-hmm. somebody else. Like, I just, I like to do things my way. And <laughs> like, you know, that in, I don't say that being arrogant or anything. It's just, right. that, that's what. No, I mean, that's just like, you know, that's just who you are. It's, it's your style. That's who I am. Work, yeah. yeah. And there's good things about that and there's bad things about that. Yeah, right? of course. Um, and I think, I think. That was it. So yeah, was it? Um, some people might look at it as risky with you know yeah. a mortgage and a two year old. And, yeah, because um, that was my biggest thing. Is like you know when you think of someone who's going to start their own business, they're usually. I mean, I'm 24. Mike's 27. Usually, it's around that age. You know, we don't have a lot of. You know, like I have a risky. girlfriend. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not married. I don't have a, a mortgage or anything crazy. You know. Yeah, I'm, not, less I'm risk. not tied. Yeah, exactly. Less risk. And, you know, yeah. you, you have more. <laughs> yeah, I, there is more. Um, I think I had enough of a comfort level because there was, even when I was at the AGC, there was people that reached out and wanted me to do things for them. Interesting. On the oh, side. Wow. Um, so I could see that the need was there and just looking at things that were happening in the marketplace that things I knew I could do. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So I think uh, as much as there was risk, and believe it or not, I didn't do a lot of planning Yeah. per se. Right. Again, it's not my style. Like I like (laughs) there was a a professor that I knew um, and I was chatting with him and when he knew I was at the AGC and he knew that I was going on my own, he's like, you know, he's like, if you want, I can help you with a business plan, you know? And I'm like, Oh, we don't have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I didn't, I didn't say that to him obviously, but I was like, Oh, hey, you know, I think I'm pretty good. You know, like, yeah. um, I think that's really kind of a waste of, you, you didn't make one. No, no, yeah. no. I think that's, I made one in college cause I took an entrepreneur class and I had to. Yeah. I had to make one in college too, but was, I don't I think don't it like the Did market. Did you make one? No, because uh, plans change. So <laughs> I don't think that that is good right there. That is some followed. good shit. That's a good, uh, good little nugget right there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there there was some risk in there, but I think I, although I didn't put a formal plan on paper, mm-hmm. I thought you knew what it, you wanted to do. Yeah, and yeah. I knew that there was work there, mm-hmm. um, and I knew that I could go back to doing what I was doing as a superintendent or whatever, and I wouldn't be without work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's for this podcast, but I mean, um, a lot of it is just like uh, personal stuff has changed sure. and that like um, changes your perspective and gets you to understand yourself yeah. better. Mm-hmm. And I think by understanding myself better and understanding kind of like what inherent like fears you have and things yeah. like that. And once you find out what those are, yeah. Um, it enables you to kind of move past them. Yeah, that's good. It's kind of like the business plan where you're talking about where, you, you know, you got everything laid out, but you don't actually know what's going on until you're in the fire and you're in the thick of things. Yeah. And, you know, it's true. Everything you got to pivot, you got to do things in order to be successful. Yeah. 
Yeah, you have to be you have to be able to adjust, and you and I've also never been able to do. I don't do multiple things at the same time. Well, multitasking. Yeah, I'm very all in on one thing. Yeah, yeah. like uh, inbound marketing. I read books. I read everything, and, and I didn't need to do it. I wasn't yeah. doing. It. I was a building inspector. I didn't yeah. need, but I was fascinated with it, and I learned all about that. Yeah, um, paleo. You know, twenty some odd books and I don't know how many blog posts and podcasts and everything yeah. and just the amount of stuff I learned that I know about uh, biology and medicine now is is crazy but like yeah. I go I go yeah you go into whole it. hog and yeah. then you know so I couldn't kind of just do it on the side and right. do my day I couldn't split the two things because I, yeah. I do what I do right I get um, it. so I kind of had to rip the band-aid off and say you know fuck it I'm doing it. If it doesn't, if I crash and burn, I crash and burn, right. and I'll go back to being a superintendent. Yeah, and that's fine. You can always go back. Yeah, you can plan for everything, but you could go, and then some other shit happens, and now your plan's gone. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. So it, you wasted all that time planning. Yeah, you have to do like it goes you back just to, have the, to do it. It goes back to it's uh, ripping off the band aid is the yeah. right thing. You have to do it. Might be a little painful. Yeah. Same thing with the podcast. Like, and this will be a good segue to me for me to compliment you guys like very professional sounding like you listen to mine like there's just hard drop i'm gonna use all the wrong phrases to show how little (laughs) like it just drops from one thing to another and like it's people's necks probably get broken like the transitions the most i can do is fade the music yeah other than that it's it's just it it's horrendous but if i waited and nitpicked Mm-hmm. And figured out like I didn't know how to I I didn't know how to use GarageBand. Yeah, I didn't know how to use any audio right. stuff. Period. Right. And I'm pretty comfortable on technology. Yeah, yeah. But for whatever reason, GarageBand is just far from intuitive. Mm-hmm. And I like struggled to figure out how to use this friggin' thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I spent the time, got just good enough that yeah. I could. Make something. Make something and get it out. Right. And if I just kept trying to figure out all that stuff yeah. and never got started, mm-hmm. I was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. There's some horrible stuff. There's, you'll learn. Yeah. If, if something doesn't work, you'll learn what worked and you'll learn what didn't work. Yeah. That's and, the biggest thing. And right now, like the success with the podcast has been great in a very short window. I think it's maybe six months. I don't know. You've only been doing it six months? Yeah. Oh, wow. Maybe not even that. That's good. And um, you do it what? Once a week? Once a week. Cool. Um, Can you give it a quick plug? Yeah. The name of it? Yeah. yeah Mass Construction Show. <laughs> there um, you go. If anyone here is into construction. Yeah. If you like construction, it's um, it's just it's straight up construction talk. Yeah. You know, yeah, where yeah. you guys talk with your other video folks. And if you like If you like construction, take a listen. But yeah. th- there's something there for non-construction people. Some of the developers that come on and talk about... Um, yeah, because I see you touch on like everyone who who comes on is like you're really hitting like so many pieces of construction. Like it's not just the guy who's like I'm gonna totally screw this up, yeah, but the guy who's it. just like hammering in like some nail to build the building. You're talking to like like <laughs> that was the worst. great example. I love it. Yes, perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, not the actual construction. Mike's workers. gonna be your next uh, your next podcast. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Um, you know, but you're talking to, like you said, like the developers, or I think you had a, a lady on recently who was part of like construction security. Uh, there's so many different like facets that you're actually hitting. So it's not just construction in general. It's oh yeah, no, it's, so many different areas. It's about um, the reason I love construction is it's um, the process is 
very, um, it's very involved and very exciting. And, you know, you have the developer that a lot of, a lot of times it's developed, sometimes it's institutional, but when it's Mm -hmm. a developer, there's somebody taking a gamble that says, I'm going to invest all this money and build this thing here. Um, and it might not work and it might not work. Yeah. And we all agree to, you know, the first job I was on was three quarters of a billion dollars, two 40 story high rises. And was it in Boston? Yeah. It was the original millennium project. Oh, wow. Um, and they were building it in what at the time was still referred to as the combat zone. Okay. And they were going to build a Ritz-Carlton in the combat zone. So, wow. um, I mean, I'm talking, it was still straight up combat zone. There was hookers walking down the street at night and, and they're oh like, God. we're going to put a five-star hotel right here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, stabbings and it, it was, you, you were uncomfortable walking down the street. That's um, scary. Yeah, and now that person stepped in and said, we're going to build this here and we're going to build these two 40-story high-rises with, you know, I don't know what, I know the building that I was on was, you know, between four and 500 people working there wow. at its peak. And then if you put the other, maybe there was 700 people coordinated working together and you ended up having guys that had just gotten out of jail and other, so one day you're talking, in the same yeah. hour you're talking to somebody that just got out of jail and somebody that just invested three quarters yeah. of a billion dollars into um yeah. you know the combat zone and uh, that can be uh that can be interesting so to talk about that entire process to talk to developers and what goes into designing a building um there's a really interesting guy that came on and talked about um like parking and the trends that are happening with parking and reduction in transient parking. Oh, I think I remember that one. That might have been one that I listened to. Yeah, Yeah. and it was really interesting because now you have this person, these developers that have 500 parking spaces in their building, but they only need 300. What are you going to do with those other 200? And, you know, do we design buildings different now? And they're talking about designing buildings with less parking but more drop-off space to accommodate for Uber and Lyft and autonomous vehicles that are coming and what are the trends happening there and then safety and risk. And so, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the process. So it's not just construction, yeah. not just the guy hammering the nail, <laughs> right? Um, but in technology, construction tech and all that. Yeah. Kind of stuff, so. I got a quick question about the podcast. Do you ever get worried about, you know, giving away too much information? Cause like maybe on your consulting side, like you say, like, oh, usually people pay me my day rate for that, and you know you're gonna put it out on the airways for free. Do you ever worry about that? Do you ever edit anything out? No, no. And I have, I have some people that get a little concerned about that, about they're afraid to show their hand. Um, I am firmly of the opinion that there's no secrets. Yeah, there's no secrets, us. Um, a lot of people feel like there is, and they're like, oh, no, we can't let our competitors know. Like, I look at it this way. If you're, if you're ahead of people, right, and you're doing, um, you're doing things well and you're being creative and innovative and you let people know about that, your competitors, what are they going to be doing? Holding it. They're going to be playing catch-up, right? Yeah, if, if they even can put in the work ethic. Right. To or the work, I should say, not have the work ethic and put in the work to do what you're doing. Great, but at that point, and this doesn't work for podcasts, but I'm gonna hold my hand up, right, <laughs> and say, okay, they're trying to get where you are, but while they're trying to get where you just told them you were, 
you're to the next, you're moving to the next yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And they're just kind of always playing catch up. A great example is when I was doing the inbound marketing like phase of my life there where I was reading all about that. They had an example in a book. It was a guy that owned um, a pool installation company and it was somewhere like out in Ohio or Idaho yeah. or wherever. Yeah. Um, and he got inbound marketing people to work with him. And they said that one of the common things that they'll say is, what are the biggest questions you have? Because that should be your content. Sure. Right? So they asked him, they said, what is, what's the biggest question you get? Or what are the three biggest questions you get? He goes, how much for a pool? Right. I said, okay, so let's write something about how much it costs to have a pool installed. Yeah. And then he had all of the pushback, which was, well, I don't want my competitors to know how much I charge. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't tell because it depends on whether it's, uh, you know, rock or sand that I'm digging in. Is it yeah. above ground? Is it below ground? All the yeah. variables. Is all these var- How big do they want it to be? And, yeah. is, and then, but they push them. They're like, okay, well, let's say it's in ground pool. If it's rock and it's an average size pool, how much does it cost? Right. And if it's sand, how much does it cost? Okay. So you could say it's between a thousand yeah. and three thousand, depending on whether there's sand. Or stone, and that's assuming the pool's this big, right? Yeah. And the guy was super uncomfortable, but eventually he put it out. His sales went like 40-fold or something crazy. That's crazy. Right? That's Because awesome. here's the problem was everybody was... was too afraid to ask. Or no, oh. everyone was too afraid to put it out there. So, so what, what do you do? You want to you, you put a pool in your backyard. What are you going to do? Go online and look for one. Google. Yeah, Google, yeah. right? So you're going to, you know... How much, much for a pool, pool in yeah, yeah, yeah. Pawtucket, Rhode Island, right? This yeah. guy had local content about how much a pool costs in Toledo, Ohio, yeah. right? So they got his web page instead of everybody else's, Yeah. right? True. And then they answered the question. Everybody else, if you went to a bunch of websites and nobody gave you the price. Yeah. And, and then, then you, you find one that you that do. does. All kinds of good things happen, right? Because you're like, oh, okay. Um, this guy's being up front. Yeah. These guys are saying, oh, call me and I'll give you a free consultation. Sure, right? yeah, yeah. That doesn't work, right? That puts people off. Yep. And then on top of it, a lot of times people had, he was saying, people had no idea how much a pool cost. Yeah, I don't. Right? Do you so, know how much a pool costs? No. Oh. Do, you, <laughs> right? do you want sand or do you want rock? <laughs> yeah. um, so the point was, he goes, he's talking to customers. A lot of times the customers were saying, oh, I went in thinking a pool is going to cost me Fifteen thousand dollars, and it was. I'm gonna be off of the numbers, yeah, yeah. And then I saw it was three, and like, oh, I can, afford I can afford that. three, yeah. and I called you up, and you put it in, yeah. So, if he went with that mindset of like, I don't want my competitors to hear, uh huh, he would have never. He destroyed his competitors. That's crazy by putting it out there. And right. even from a personal standpoint, if I open up a magazine or something, they have a bunch of clothing, and there's no prices on it. My mind's immediately like. That's way too, too expensive. expensive. Yeah, like, it's yeah, there. yeah. That's you know, a, a absolutely. Or call us and like, I don't want to call you. Yeah. Um, just t- g- give me a ballpark. Like yeah. that drives me insane. Like, or I remember calling software companies. Yeah. When we were looking at bringing software on certain mm-hmm. places, and they say, okay, well, like, how much is it? I have a budget. Like, what's the ballpark? Well, oh, well, it depends. We can come in. We'll talk to you. I'm like, I don't want you to drive over here and waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, you know, just are we talking a thousand or are we talking ten thousand? I'm yeah, not holding yeah. you anything, yeah. right? Um, so th- I, there's like so much value in just putting that information out there. Interesting. Um, like the best piece of content I have. So I write NFPA two forty one plans for a living. Yeah. The best piece of content I have is how to write an NFPA two forty one plan. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure everybody's trying to look that up, right? Everyone's looking it up, trying to figure it out. 
And I have so many people come to my website for that. Yeah. You know? So, um, and it's people, they'll, they'll read it, but they're not going to actually do it. Well, yeah, a lot of that happens, you know, which is they could, they can understand it, but either they're too busy or that, you know, it's not their expertise. And even though they just read a blog post about how to do it, they're still going to be like, well, clearly this this guy knows how to do it. I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. Like why would I, even if you start to read it, I don't understand that. I understand that. Well, this guy from this website knows how to do it. So let's just hire him to go and do it. Right. Yeah. There's that. Right. But also there's there. The thing is make it real so that somebody you've given them enough information that they truly can do it. Cause then it's good content. And what happens Mm -hmm. is like you guys have built websites when you first build a site and I have, I have zero background in web development, SEO, any of that kind of stuff. I know nothing about that. I've, put a blog together before I was involved with the website at AGC and I've built this current website and you guys know you build a site. It could be, you know, Mike and Mike's video.com, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next day you Google Mike and Mike's video, right? It, .com, it won't even come up. You know what I mean? Like you can't, it's you, on the 40th page. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but you could see by me just creating that one piece of content, Google started quickly yeah like i went from like you can see when through wordpress how many people have yeah search items have come to your site through organic yeah like it was like two people for the first month yeah then it was like eight people and then it started rapidly going because you could see people were coming they'd see that piece of content they'd go somewhere else time on site was good yeah so just by having that one good piece of content people were looking around it like in in Google's like oh okay people yeah. that go there are like staying this, there are staying. yeah I'm gonna put more people there yeah and that just gives me the opportunity to do more on that website by having good content yeah and but the catch is a lot of people will put that content out there and will make it enough to give you an idea but not enough to actually do it yeah yeah because they want you to go to them right you have to actually give them enough to do it. And there was actually a woman, this was two weeks ago, she was doing, um, her and her husband were renovating their home yeah. in Cambridge and she found my site. Oh, cool. And she emailed me and she was a little confused about something. And I said, there, listen, it just should look like this. Yeah. You know, because she just wanted specifically, she knew what was supposed to go in it by reading it, but how it looked. So I told her and she's like, this is what I've done so far. She sent me over, like, it looked fantastic. Wow. I was like, you're like, wow, I'm impressed. I don't even think she had a construction background. She was a homeowner. <laughs> that's funny. And I was like, that's an awesome plan. And Jeez. I was like thrilled. You know, I was like, no, I'm like, that's spot on. I was like, add this and this. She's like, thank you. It was so much help. You know? That's like, awesome. So I think you really have to. Now, if she hit, runs into anyone who needs an, an FP 241. Yeah. If anyone she ever runs into needs that, she's going to be like, oh, I know a guy. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, I think that's a, a big thing is to make sure that um, it's not half helpful. Yeah. Or not helpful enough I to get, get somebody there and then really not enough to get them over the finish line. then they're reading it and then they get pissed off that they're like, oh, you left out this piece or, yeah. you know. Yeah. I get it. When you, uh, when you first started working for yourself, um, were there times where it was pretty difficult to balance uh, family and work? You know, obviously because we said you have a kid and you're, you're married. Yes. And um, and maybe is it still difficult sometimes to balance? <laughs> it's still difficult um, working from home. 
Yeah, that's it, that's part of my other questions is working from home. Go is, ahead. No, no, it's like a huge plus. Oh, okay, good. Right? A lot of people think it's a negative, but yeah. just that commute time. Yeah. Right? How, I mean, you, how you, far was your old commute when you would drive? Yeah. Um, it obviously depends on traffic, but traffic, yeah. it, I, I was pretty happy with it being half hour. Okay. You know, maybe on a good morning, 20, 25. Okay. On a bad afternoon, yeah. 45. Yeah. Um, but... Most people, it's more than that, right? Yeah, yeah. And just figure if you called it an hour on each way, if you're getting two hours of your life back, yeah, or your work time back, yeah, there's a there's a big advantage there. Yeah. Um, so I think that helps with efficiencies. Like, mm, I've become for sure much more efficient. Um, I I still kind of read a lot. Yeah. Like, um, Cal Newport, Deep Work. Uh, stuff like that where kind of you're learning about cutting out distractions and just getting quality time and how much you can actually do yeah, and how much you can actually get done when you Think actually focus on working when you're working. Yeah, like, yeah. I shut off notifications four years ago. Wow. Like there's, other than texts yeah. and calls. Okay. Like, and most of the time I've had my phone on silent anyway. Wow. But like no social media notifications <sighs> nothing I couldn't even imagine like shut it off and work and, yeah. and it's funny like I, I had somebody um a woman that works for a company that I do a lot of work with um I had posted something on social media and then sent it to her and it was like later in the day yeah and like her just response through social media was like when do you sleep like <laughs> And I, I actually sleep a lot. I yeah, like yeah. I'm so hyper like sleep. worried about like what I eat and how much I sleep and yeah. you know I'm eight hours a night and like yeah. if I don't I do terrible you yeah. know and today I'm running on fumes because the because uh, I'm sick but um, you're killing the podcast yeah Just, you're, doing <laughs> you're doing great so <laughs> okay, killing I'll it in a good it. way is what I meant okay <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, uh, all right I'll take that hopefully ho- well I'm glad you guys feel that way the the people on the uh, other end of the headphones will be the yeah, one that decide but right, right. um so no I mean I think it's it's focusing on like putting out quality work and not like mm-hmm. I have to put little the little do not disturb knocker like knocker on the door like yeah. for the most part. Um, Karen, my wife is awesome. You guys, I don't She's know if you great. both know Karen, her. but yeah, yeah, okay. yeah she did that once. day. Oh, yeah, 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 she yeah. was there. That's right. Yeah. Um, She's great. So she's awesome, and she's good about making sure Matthew isn't just bombing but, in yeah, at yeah. any time. Hey, Dad, but, you're home. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, I get like the tiny knock on the door. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, all right, I, I'm not going to say no to him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then there's times where I put that door knocker on, and it's kind of like. Yeah. Unless the fucking house is burning down, like don't, <laughs> don't open, the open fucking that door. door. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um and I think it's shocking how much you can get done when you do that. I have yeah. earplugs. Yeah. I'll wow. shove the earplugs and I have const- like construction <laughs> hearing protection, you know, the like so you can't hear earmuffs, anything. right? I'll sometimes she could be double banging up. that door down with a hammer and yeah. you have no idea. <laughs> and um and yeah, and you just have to like do that. But like there's times where I'll work like three hours mm-hmm. and do more than I would do in a 10 yeah. hour day if I was yeah. at a corporate job. That's because good. then you have your employees or your coworkers coming up talking to you and it's yeah. even more distractions too. Yeah. Yeah. And like I find when I edit, I always put my phone down, don't even look at it, you know, turn off the ringer mm-hmm. and I'll just door. stare at the computer and like that's, 
you know, just go in on the go in on an edit or something. But I have to do that because if I don't, I'm constantly like, oh, who just texted me? What's on Instagram? What's going on over here? Yeah. yeah. And it's actually, I mean, I don't know if you feel the same, but like I almost have to put it away from me. Cause mm, yeah. It, like like not just upside down, but like six feet away. Well, yeah. I gotta put it somewhere where I like I can't hear it at all. I can't hear anything. I have a little wireless charger that I plug into my computer in my office over here. And I'll just turn it around so it's facing the other uh, way. Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah. There you go. I mean, I, I go ahead and just, I even make sure it's out of arm's reach. Mm. Because, like, sometimes you're just, like, you're trying to, like, take, like, a mental break or something. You're like, all right, let me just look at it. Like, yeah. Oh, and then that's, just, like, 30 minutes right yeah, there. Yeah, it, like, <laughs> pulls you in. I mean, there's science there, right? I mean, it's yeah. dopamine that you're getting a hit a dopamine. And, like, you have to really guard against that. And I think... The notifications, like dedicated work time, like you have to be hyper vigilant. And that time loss is like is cumulative. Like you you look at that notification, there's lots of research around your ability to transition from one thing to another is is really poor. You think it's okay, but that 30 seconds lost you 10 minutes Mm. because to get you back into the mode you were. Exactly. So, That's even sometimes I find the the hardest thing is I'll look away for a minute, but then like I was just before that I was so in the zone mm-hmm. and I was like on fire and I was moving like at a great pace, but then I look away for two seconds and open up a text, answer it, come back and I'm like, all right, shit, what was my next move going to be like? What was I going to do next? Yeah, and then like to get back into it is yeah, yeah, and do that ten or twelve times a day, which you yeah can easily do right I oh, i'm probably. just gonna look at linkedin i'm gonna look at instagram I'm, yeah. let me look at my stats on my website yeah like you do that 12 times a day easy they're 10 minutes a whack there's a hundred, uh, 120 I mean, minutes yeah it's two, two hours. hours right there you just lost two hours you lost yeah right there's your drive time <laughs> and, then, and your drive time right yeah. for me like so i cut out my drive time i cut out that nonsense as best as i can yeah yeah right so there's four hours what can you do in four hours right um so and then i think you really have to nail down the sleep and yeah. you have to really nail down, um, I need to work on exercise, mm-hmm. but the diet. Yeah. Like, yeah, at least you have that. I tend to do more like a little bit of a high fat. Sometimes people call it keto. Yeah. Um, I just do very poorly on carbohydrates. My dad had hypoglycemia. I had it. Um, when I'm doing carbohydrates and eating crap, like I get moody, I get tired, you know, I have to be drinking coffee at two o'clock and, um, you know, don't sleep as well either. And so if you dial in your sleep and your food and you get rid of the notifications and you're protective of that time you're working in, like it gets easy. Mm-hmm. And it that's gets- something I have to work on too, I think, because even Mike knows my, my eating habits are absolutely terrible. Um, you know, and like even sleeping wise, you know, you get a couple hours of sleep at night and I have been getting more and more sleep. And like you're saying, I do notice that you wake up in the morning, you're more refreshed, you're ready to go. Yeah. It's like that, like that's valuable. That's like, that's, that's worth money. Cause then it goes back to the whole, you're wasting more time. If you come in feeling like shit, then you're not going to be a hundred percent into your work. You're not going to be a hundred percent in your work. You're going to be easily distracted because you don't have willpower because you're tired and you're cranky. And when you're tired, what do you need to do? You need to have coffee and you're probably going to eat something kind of crappy crappy or high carb to give yeah. you a little boost of energy. And you end up in this really blousy cycle. And it's funny when you start 
correcting those things, you end up in more of like a positive mm-hmm. feedback. Mm-hmm. And you start to get to the people sending you messages like, when do you sleep? I'm like, fucking all the time. I love sleeping. You know what I mean? It's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, I sleep yeah. over eight hours, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, it's I, I really mean that. Like yeah. if I didn't change the way I ate, I wouldn't have my own business right now. Yeah. Like I would be a lot heavier. I'd be, yeah, I dropped between 30 and 40 pounds. Yeah. You know, and even if I didn't drop a pound, mm-hmm. I'd still eat this way just because. You feel better. I feel better. The energy I have. Yeah. Um, for me, it's working out, um, 6am getting up six, six thirty, going to the gym, work out for like 45 minutes an hour, hmm. such an improvement. And I'll notice like if I, you know, like just can't get out of bed one morning and really like, and I try to kick my ass into gear. I'm like, all right, come on, get your ass out of bed and like, let's go to the gym. But there's some mornings where it's just too tough. So I'm like, all right, I'll just go tomorrow. But if I do that, like two, three days in a row, I'll notice it. Mike will tell you, I'll come in and I'll be cranky, pissed off. Just mood's different, and I, I even yep. know it. I know it. As soon yep. as, like, 9 o'clock hits and I'm a pissy mood, I'm like, I didn't go to the gym the last two, three days, and this is why. This is what happens. Yeah. No, so. I mean, it's 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 that acute that you can, mm-hmm. you know, and there's there's a huge value in that, and it's easier said than done. And yeah, to course. me, like, I just, as much as I say that, you know, I get a lot done, but I'm still, str- I still struggle for time. Yeah. Um. So the gym is what, uh, I just, and I don't enjoy the gym. I mean, I could go. Nobody enjoys a, the gym. I don't yeah. enjoy the gym. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you I gave enjoy me how a, it makes me feel. <laughs> yeah. If you gave me a ball, I'll run around for four yeah. hours and I won't think about it and don't get tired, you right. know, but like, so uh, yes, I, I, you're hundred percent right. I, I need to do something about that. But, um, the upside with the food is it doesn't take any time. You're going to eat. Right. right? You got to eat anyway. Um, so I struggle to find yeah. an hour to break away. Yeah. Because that's really what it is. Right. Oh Yeah. And, can and especially where you have a, a four-year-old son, yeah. you're married, you have a house, you got to take care of the house. I have an apartment building where pretty much everything is taken care of for me. Mm-hmm. All I got to do is make sure that, you know, the place doesn't set on fire. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot, I mean, it's probably, I don't know how many people of your podcast listeners are, are you know, married, right? It's probably <laughs> skewing a little younger, but right now, Karen is staying home with Matthew. Yeah. And... There's a little bit of me that doesn't feel right walking out the door and saying, like, she's been, you know, taking care of him all day long. And I'm like, yeah. I don't, don't work. I'm going to go hit the gym for an hour. Like, I'll see you when I get back. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard. She, now, and it's not coming from her. Right. Yeah. She it's would, not like she would. No. Yeah. She would support it 100%. But, like, yeah. I don't feel as good about that. I get it. And I go to bed at, like, sometimes eight o'clock. Yeah. So wow. sometimes 8.39 is the late end. Right. That's early. So I can't, not like I can, uh, I can't yeah, go to the Yeah, you don't have a lot of like, time at night. Yeah, I can't go yeah. to the gym at 7 o'clock at night after Matthew's right. gone to bed. And, yeah. um, you know, then that just screws up my sleep. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm struggling on the exercise yeah. front, but I, it's a work in progress. I need to get there. You'll yeah. find it. Um, all right. I'm going to skip to towards the end of my things here. Everything's just, you're really just hitting everything. Um so I would say, what's been the biggest challenge since you started working for yourself? And so this question is geared towards like the business side. So aside from like the work you do, um, so basically in terms of like finance, like accounting, um, advertising yourself, business side, and um, and like uh, customer service stuff like that. What has been the biggest challenge, and what do you find is probably like most natural or comes easy to you? I think like the back of the house stuff is probably the hardest for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
insurance, taxes, yeah. all that stuff. I don't. Legalities. Yep. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not natural to me. I'm not, um, I'm not a project manager type. I'm not yeah. a list maker. I'm not, I mean, yeah. I make lists because I have to, but right. like, Karen loves a list. Like, I, like <laughs> Mark I, is the same way. You know, I, I'm not a fan of lists. I like yeah. to just, you know, wing it. Right. Same. Um, so those are the things that you struggle with. And like, you know, insurance gets so technical, like where am I, am I covered for this? Am I covered for that? And if yeah. you're just coming off a, you know, meeting with the, a broker that's really making sure I have all the insurance that you need. Yeah. And there's no gaps, right? Cause what I do is not, it's pretty unique. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not it's like, not black and white. Yeah. Not like, Oh, they're a dentist. Yeah. Here's dentist coverage. Right. 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 I'm a co-consultant that does permitting and does yeah. education. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, where does that fall? And sometimes I do expert witnessing and sometimes, <laughs> and they're just like, what? what like, how do, do we do? Yeah. How yeah. do we cover that? Um, and you're not dealing with, thousand two thousand dollar jobs these are like multi-million dollar jobs so the insurance policies probably have to be pretty big yeah sometimes they're looking for substantial coverage and like i just recently reached out to someone and said listen they're looking for five million dollar coverage from me and uh, like i'm i'm helping you get a permit yeah in this case like this isn't necessary right but that stuff we're like okay well why don't you come in meet with our risk manager and like but like so that's that's not great for me, yeah. right? And that's yeah, I get it. And that's a challenge. It's time consuming. Yeah. Um, the more natural stuff is sharing content. I like yeah. that. Um, so the social media marketing, yeah, kind of your advertising. Even though you're not like, hey, here's what I do. Come hire me. Yeah. But so uh, uh, your marketing. Yeah, and and it's funny. I know I'm kind of being like nitpicky, but like. I am much like I much prefer say I, the sharing of content yeah. and being involved. Yeah, you know, because I'm not marketing. Like, I don't right. like. I get certain, it. Like, I know what you mean. I feel like not, it doesn't. It's not. That's not why the way your brain thinks. You're not like all right. Got to do some marketing. Like, yeah, you know, and like I feel like marketing is you want someone. There's a there's an end goal. Yeah, to do something with like. Right. I I want someone that wants to work for, with me right, to work with right. me. You know, and I want them to be uh, happy with the end product. Yeah, like yep. I re- like I really dislike if somebody's unhappy with. Oh yeah, uh, uh, how it ended up. Like it doesn't. It hasn't. Luckily, knock on wood, it hasn't yeah, happened yeah. yet. But like, um, uh, yeah, Got you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like I'm no. hypersensitive to that. But so yeah. I, I would say the marketing stuff. To use the marketing word for for me to acquiesce, um, I'm comfortable with the technical stuff. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I shouldn't say technical. The back of the house accounting, insurance, not so much. And I like doing my job. So um, that's good. That's why you're in it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so that comes easy that's too. Good. That's good. Um, what would you say? Do you have? I'm gonna kind of. Get towards the wrapping up part. Oh, yeah, go for it. What is one uh, business goal that you kind of have for 2019? Ooh, I don't have. No? Business goals. It's weird. Like, just keep doing your thing and. Yeah, like, I have much more kind of life goals. Okay. And I don't think, I don't like consciously sit there and this is my life goal. I don't right, like, right. that's not what happens. But like, and like I alluded to earlier, like, it's not. 
finance, right? So I don't have like, oh, I want to make this much. Certain amount of money, sure. Right? So like that's not there. But I want to be able to pay my bills. That's a good goal. <laughs> yeah. Put money away so I can have a savings. Yeah. Have autonomy to take the work I want and the yeah. work I don't. Yeah. You know, and as a result of that autonomy, spend time, more time with Matthew and Karen. Yeah. Like the fact right now, like I've hit my goal at yeah. 10 o'clock on a Wednesday. If I want to go out in the garden with Matthew and like do whatever yeah, for half hour, an hour, I go do that. Yeah. And then I go back to work. Like, what's that worth? Or yeah. come, come do a podcast. Or yeah. come do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the week. Or well, yeah. at the end of the week. But. Yeah. Like, so, like, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Like, I, always, I often, like, feel bad or feel, like, um, kind of, like, um, insincere or, or kind of, like, I'm, I'm faking or something. Like, sometimes it'll be... When I am really busy, when people are like, oh, how's it going? I'm just like, oh, I'm freaking swamped. Like, yeah. a lot of people like to wear that almost like as a badge of honor. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm buried. I'm buried. Like, like I don't want to be buried. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's a bad thing. If you're buried, that's a bad thing. Um, so I want to get to a place where I can be really good at what I do. I can have time with my family yeah. and and financially be okay. Yeah. Um. That's a yeah. That's good. Th- that's all I need, uh, you know. And you're, you're happy, so everything, you, you know. Like, I think the way I I'm responding to your answer is, you've hit your goals, so everything else is just gravy. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I should say I'm, I'm content. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm content. You know, here's the thing. Does it mean I'm not striving? Competitive motherfucker. Oh, like, of course you are. I, that's me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. ask ask my wife. I'll, I'd play solitaire with my grandmother and yeah. uh, fucking we're playing to win. Like, <laughs> and, and she would laugh. She'd like, you're crazy. Like, I'm like, no, cause she's the same way. Fuck it. She's trying to cut my throat. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like I, yeah. I've always been that way, whether yeah. it's a game or whatever, like yeah. I don't like to lose, like, yeah. it, you know, and so you're not slowing down. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not like, Oh, I'm content. I'm just going to like coast. Yeah. Throw my flip flops on and hit the beach. I'm yeah. not interested in that. No. Um, but I'm not, there's never been a time where it's, it's crossed my mind where I'm like, oh, I want to be at X dollars yeah, next dollars year. Yeah, or I, I want to have it. this many clients. Cool. Like, um, no, like I just, zero. That doesn't. You want to keep up the lifestyle yeah. that you got. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. This is the last one here. Uh, do you see mass con- construction growing? To maybe the point where you have an office, you have an assistant or an admin or employees or other people under you. Do you see it's maybe a, maybe not near future, but some future? It's a great question. If you asked me a year ago, I would say absolutely not. Yeah, of course. Um, but as we know, business change, things change. Yes, uh, <laughs> things change. Yeah, um, I'd have to say I've considered it. Yeah. Um. But it's really a a push and pull because then things change, right? Oh yeah. Um, then like you're you're a business owner, but at that point, like 
you're a fucking business owner. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> it's like a difference. Yeah. So, I mean, there's times where I'm getting too much work coming in. And I'm like, well, it'd be great if I could just have somebody do this. Right. Right. Um, but there's all the other stuff that comes with it. So, yeah, I, I don't think I want to go there, but I've moved a little in a year. So maybe yeah. a year ago, you would say, hell no. Now you're like, probably no. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but so that's I'm moving. So it's kind of hard when you have someone who's relying on you every single week to hit the paycheck, yeah. hit payroll. Like that person's life is relying on you now. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. That's what. That's kind of what I mean by like you're a business owner. But like when you have, like you're a business owner because like you said, it just brings on a whole another set of things. Because like he's like Mike said, now you're responsible for someone. You have to make sure that you get their payroll on time, which means maybe skipping your own payroll. <laughs> Yeah, no. Making sure that, you know, whatever benefits you promise them, making sure you get them health insurance or, you know, and then if, you know, workplace stuff and it's, there's just a whole host of other Even things. Even just a payroll company, we just put ourselves on payroll. Yeah. We got, and, uh, you know, that amount of paperwork and meetings and oh stuff we had God. to go through just so we can pay someone to pay us. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. paying to pay ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And to make sure that you, have that money in the account for when those checks get cut. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause you've got yeah. cash flow that you're now managing coming up and down. Exactly. And, um, no, it's, it's real. You know, and th- like, yeah, there's a lot of pressure around, you know, you eat what you kill. Yeah. Right. Whereas very true, very true. when you're working for somebody else, like, yeah, I didn't have a great week this week, but that paycheck's still coming. Right. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, yeah. I, you know, I got banged up on Tuesday night and I didn't get much done on Wednesday and I, whatever, like, not that I was doing that, but like, yeah, right. Not get examples. You know, you could, you still get, you're still getting paid. Right. Right. If you get banged up and you're not doing any work, you're not getting paid. Yeah. So, like, that's, that's real. But to your point, having somebody else on the hook, that's even, that's a yeah. whole other level. And Tried I don't necessarily want to go there. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Um, that's it. Um, that's all we got. So, Joe, where can people find you? Whether it's your website, Instagram, what, what do you want people to go to? Yeah, uh, Matt Doss, Matt Doss, Mass dot Construction for like Instagram. Yep, Joseph Kelly on LinkedIn. Cool, MassConstruction.org. But I've got to give you guys a little plug too. Okay, I hope to someday have good intro music like you. <laughs> I don't know what that costs, but I'm like Eminem is the intro music. I was like, these guys are doing it right. I well, like that. It's only what like ten to fifteen seconds. Or yeah, not if it's even. under thirty seconds, then uh, Instagram or Instagram iTunes won't flag it. Oh, so you can use copyright music. In little snippets, and you won't get in any trouble. You don't and have to pay. No. no. So what I did is I took the first, you know, five seconds where it sings the the opening tune where Eminem goes and raps, and then it fades out. But then I took a different track, which is an instrumental from him, and fade that up so it matches the beat. So it's actually two different tracks, and iTunes will notice that. That's why I can make it run for a little longer than a minute. Ah. Oh. Yeah, genius. I'll teach you some tricks. Yeah, no, and actually, tricks. sorry, I know. Then cut this out if it's not. But like, I would love to ha- like my production quality is so bad. There's so many things that I would love to have you guys. Yeah, just come and just like make better, right? Yeah, like I, I don't have the expertise that you guys have, and like I'm hoping I get to a point where you know I can carve off however many grand it takes to have you guys come out and just say like. Help me put systems in place. 20. 20 grand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now I know. I've got the number in my head, like the pool guy, right? But yeah. No, like what Like what can be done? Like you see the videos I post, but like... Yeah. You need two microphones to start. Yeah. Like all this... Yeah. It's like... Yeah. It's, it's, it's good info. I mean, the Yeti works like... Mm-hmm. It has the circle of the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
no, it's like that. That's stuff I need. I mean, you guys do a great job, and I, like I, I would at some point we gotta make that happen. Yeah. We can send you over some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, awesome. Set it up. We give our friends deals. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, yeah, so definitely follow Joe on LinkedIn. He puts a lot of content out there. Instagram is very cool. If you're construction people and you've listened listened to this long, good for you. If you're not construction people and you listen to this long, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, you got a know. good story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, otherwise, as always, pass this one along. Subscribe. Uh, send us any questions you have on Instagram at Up in Your Biz Pod. Uh, of course, stay tuned for another episode next week. And um, that's all. Have a great week. We've been taking-